1: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective,
0: 2020 on Vision. Always look forward to a Tuesday when we can get our sights focused on what's happening in what so many call the Holy Land, the land of Israel, the land of Israel that is such a biblical focus for the purposes of God and to get an update each week is really our privilege and Ron Ross scours the headlines each week to give us an insight into what's happening so far as news that's happening right now in the Holy Land. Ron Ross back with us. Hi Ron, welcome back to 2020. Thank you Neil. Uh, Ron, let's start with some headlines around the Israeli Defence Force. They've made strikes against targets in Syria in response to an attempted terrorist attack. Uh, What's the story here? The IDF
1: carried out airstrikes against targets belonging to the Syrian military (laughs) in southern Syria last night in response to an attempted terror attack that was thwarted along the Syrian border on Sunday night. IDF aircraft, including fighter jets and helicopters, carried out the strikes. The targets hit in the strikes included lookout points, intelligence-gathering mechanisms, anti-tank weapons, and means of control and command at Syrian military bases. The IDF sees the Syrian regime as responsible for all operations carried out in its territory and will continue to act with determination against all attacks on the sovereignty of the State of Israel, a statement by the IDF said.
0: Well, Ron, there's always a high alert, isn't there, in the nation of Israel? Not only the idea of attempted terrorist attacks coming from the Syrian side, but then there's also the other challenges that happen on the Palestinian side because after a rocket attack, Israel's hit underground Hamas targets in Gaza. What's this one about?
1: Yeah, Israeli warplanes hit several Hamas sites in central and southern Gaza Strip early Monday Hours after Palestinians fired a rocket into Israel from the coastal enclave, the Iron Dome missile defence system intercepted that rocket. The army said warplanes hit a cement cement factory used in the construction of underground infrastructure and underground facilities used by the terror group. The Hamas-linked Al-Razala News said that the IDF bombed a resistance site west of Khan Yunus and agricultural land to the east of the town. It also said that three missiles were fired at a site affiliated with the resistance west of Rafa.
0: Well, we know that coronavirus is wreaking havoc in our state of Victoria right now and we have been monitoring developments so far as coronavirus in the nation of Israel in previous weeks but Israel's coronavirus infection rate seems to have dropped to the lowest level since the second wave. How's this one look, Ron?
1: Yeah, for the first time since the start of the second wave, the infection rate has fallen below threshold one Meaning each contagious person is infecting less than one other person, according to National Coronavirus Project Manager Professor Ronnie Gamzu. Gamzu shared this information during a press conference on Sunday, which was held in conjunction with Prime Minister Netanyahu, Health Minister Yuli Edelstein, and Health Ministry Director General Shaz Levy. Gamzu called on the public to follow Health Ministry directives. Which he said would make the difference in the coming weeks. As of Sunday night, there have been some 72,584 people diagnosed with the virus, including 26,386 active patients, the Health Ministry reports. <laughs>
0: Uh, let's talk about the Prime Minister in Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu, and uh, it's become quite polarising. He's been in power a long time, and uh, there are some groups that uh, don't like the idea of all of those corruption charges against him. So anti-Netanyahu protests have attracted record crowds in Jerusalem and Tel Aviv. Uh, what does this one look like?
1: Several thousand demonstrators gathered outside the official residence of Prime Minister Netanyahu on Saturday as weeks of protests against the Israeli leader showed no signs of slowing. Saturday's demonstration in central Jerusalem, along with smaller gatherings in Tel Aviv and near Netanyahu's beach house in central Israel, was one of the largest turnouts in weeks of protests. Throughout the Israeli summer, thousands have taken to the streets, calling for Netanyahu to resign, protesting his handling of the country's coronavirus crisis and saying he should not remain in office while on trial for corruption charges. Demonstrators hoisted Israeli flags, blew loud horns, and held posters that called him Crime Minister and accused Netanyahu of being out of touch with the public. And I must comment, Neil, that it seems... Quite an interesting thing to be watching the protests in Israel which appear to me to be copycat activities of what's going on in the United States between left and right-wing politics. Netanyahu played down the demonstrations pointing to the leftists and anarchists he says are behind them all. Late on Saturday his Likud party issued a statement that it accused Israel's two private TV stations of giving free and endless publicity to the protesters. And that smells to me of what's going on in
0: America. Well, very significant to bring that distinction there, Ron. When you bring the context of what's happening in the culture wars, as we understand those things as they unfold in the US, we can see those things here in our own nation of Australia, but to recognise that, yes, there's that type of division that happens in Israel too and perhaps fueling the fire of the protests there against Benjamin Netanyahu... Hey, let's talk a little bit of archaeology and something we don't often get a chance to really explore, the idea of the Christian church, how it continued to grow in the nation of Israel after the first century, and now a 1,300-year-old church has been discovered in the Galilee. What's the story here?
1: I love the Galilee. The remains of 1,003-year-old church featuring fine mosaic floors were uncovered in the village of Kfar Kama in the Lower Galilee. The church, measuring 12 by 36 metres, includes a large courtyard, uh, a foyer, and a central hall, uh, the archae- archaeologist near Feek said in a press release. The church presented three prayer areas. The nave and the aisles were paved with mosaics, which partially survived. Their colourful decoration stands out, incorporating geometric patterns, blue, black and red floral patterns. A special discovery was the small reliquary, a stone box used to preserve sacred relics. The church was found during the excavation ahead of the construction of a playground in the village at the initiative of the Kafarkama Local Council. Another church dating back to the 6th century was discovered in the town, a Caucasian centre, in the 60s. This was probably the village church, while the church now discovered was probably part of a contemporary monastery on the outskirts of the village, Professor Moti Aviam of the Kinneret Academic College said. This is an amazing thing that's consider this is about seven hundred years after Jesus was on
0: earth. Wow. Great insights. As always. And thank you so much, Ron Ross, scouring the headlines overnight, giving us the latest update, breaking news out of Israel and the Middle East and uh, good insights as always. And I thank you so much for doing that and thanks so much for being with us today on 2020. Thank you, Neil.
1: Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find
0: out more about us,
1: go to vision.org.au.